Ciao, aloha, and welcome to another episode of the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. And today we are the Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute Brothers. Brothers, talking about Minute 157. Minute 157. Oh, that's me. <laughs> the timing. I got no timing. Alex, repeat after me. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Cento. Cento. Cinquanta sete. Cento cinquanta sesi. Sete. Sete. You got Cinco it. cinquanta sesi. You got it, you dirty rat. Well, you know what happens in this minute what? is uh, we're at the funeral mm-hmm. of Don Vito Corleone, and uh, Mikey Corleone lays out the upcoming events for Tom Hagen. Tessio is going to sell him out to Barzini. And the five other families, he concedes that it's the smart move, uh, and also that he has agreed to be the titular godfather to Connie and Carlos's baby. Mm-hmm, that's right. Before we proceed, mm-hmm. I have an update to last minute. Oh, okay. Some bit of is it because it's a clean it up. Yeah, this is our clean it up segment. This would be I could call you could call this a clean it up. Clean it up. Now, in the last minute. <laughs> Mm-hmm. When um, when uh, uh, Mikey goes to talk to Tessio mm-hmm. over in the corner about his deal with uh, Tatalia, he um, wait did Tatalia talk to Tessio? <laughs> Do you you didn't hear about the Tatalia Tessio talk? Tongue twisters. <laughs> Tatalia told Tessio to talk to Tom tomorrow, <laughs> and the Turk. <laughs> um, the Turk, Tatalia, and Tessio talked to told Tom to talk. Tom took Tessio to the Turk. Um, oh, that's one of those mind puzzles. Those, all right, you got Tatalia, Fazzini, and Tom in the conference room, mm-hmm. and you need to get all of them to the other room, but no one can be alone at one time for fear of. <laughs> anyway, so in so le- clean it up, Alex. So okay, I'm cleaning it up. In last uh, yesterday's last week's minute. Um, there's one part of the scene where Mikey stands up and basically his whole um, black suit fills up the entire screen. Hmm. And when that happens, you can see the ghostly image of Mama like superimposed on it. What? It's so weird. And when you're like, how did I not notice this? Because when you see it, you'll be like, oh, my God, there's Mama. Was and- Mama in the shot? As Michael was standing up, so yeah, it's see just kind of a residual. Well, basically, they they um, and I think you could also you could because you could see Mama's chewing gum, hmm. and um, at, at Pop's funeral, I know she didn't know it was Pop's funeral. Mama spit the, <laughs> spit out that gum, Mama. <laughs> spit no, it out, no, <laughs> spit it out. <laughs> well, so just basically, what uh, after uh, analyzing it, uh, experts have deduced that it is a. It's just a trick of the lens because Mama was sitting just off camera, 
but the weird mm. combination of the screen going dark made it like pick up light from farther away or something. Wow. It's definitely like some kind of lens refraction thing that you mm. wouldn't have noticed if the screen hadn't been entirely black by his suit. So uh, check That's it out. That's wild. So uh, I kind of like the idea because I'm sure people would be like, what's the symbolism of that, of Ghost Mama showing up in that <gasps> minute? But of course, it's just a it's just a, a flub, a blooper. Wow. So, well, what's your source, Alex? What's my source? Yeah. How do you know it's a blooper? Oh, my gosh. I read yeah. it and I read it in the newspapers. <laughs> I mean, we've got we've got uh, art directors and lens refractors on the payroll, <laughs> don't we, Tom? <laughs> they might like a refraction like that. <laughs> So wait a minute, if that were in the newspaper, would they have to would they have to um issue a, a refraction? <laughs> <laughs> well, it does lend uh, itself to that. <laughs> you know, I don't like the optics of this. With all those dirty newspaper men on the payroll. Anyway, well that's awesome. I'm gonna go back and watch it. Yeah. That's very cool. So I believe I've never seen that before. Yeah, I never saw it either until until uh, I saw it pointed out in a in a uh, bloopers and practical jokes uh, listing of things. Hmm. So let's talk about minute one fifty. Wait a minute, wait. Did you learn about this? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Because you happened to be watching the minute, noticed it, and then researched it, or were you listening to something unrelated about bloopers and it came up the Godfather? No, I think I was looking at inf- uh, trivia about the Godfather, oh. and it said, "Oh, if you notice during the scene, you'll see Ghost Mama." Mm-hmm. It maybe it's on like Wikipedia or or whatever something like that. You know? Okay. Or you know IMDb they list they list film flubs. Yeah. And stuff if like they that. just listed that one flub, Alex, te- yeah. technically it's it's a trivium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to point that out. Uh, there was something recently where some politician <laughs> used uh, trivium. <laughs> I've never even some, heard that before. There was some. Uh, <laughs> Was, I love that. What was it? I was, there was some, anyway, cut all that out. Some other politician recently said something that I was like, oh, is that really the plural of that word? And it was uh-huh. one of those things where technically he was right, even though it was like saying mediums or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because you're supposed to say media. Yeah, you know, funny. I love that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whenever possible, uh, on, on Star Wars Minute, we always try to use the correct oh, yeah. like stadia. Or, oh, uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> heck uh, yeah. We have an obligation to, to teach. Colosseum. Right? If we don't do it, those plural suffixes will be lost. That's true. I'm sorry, suffi <laughs> will be lost. <laughs> so, um, so what do you got for the minute, Alex? Well, it's kind this of a is, cool minute. This is the third time that we, um, this is the third time that we are told what's going to happen, that. That Tessio, that that Tessio is going to approach him mm. and set up a thing, and then <laughs> yeah. there he'll be because the Don tells him it will happen. Um, he, uh, yeah. And now he's this is the third time we we see it repeated. Yeah, hear it repeated. and Tom still doesn't get it. And he's Tom's like, Don, Don, I'm the big Like Tom, that's why you're out. You, you're not quick on the update. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you trying to tell me that you're going to kill that he's going to kill you at that meeting? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's so, uh, so should Mikey have said, Oh, Papa, Papa Jenko, Santino had you, look what I got. <laughs> Santino had you, and look what I got. It's, it's like, like, a, like, a, oh, it's like a different in Tom 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm Tom 2.0, but it, it sort, of, sort of reminds me of when Mikey was going to kill the Turk 
in that they kept repeating over and over again like what he was supposed to do mm, you know what i yeah. mean go up to him do one shot don't you know and do all that uh, stuff yeah. so yeah. uh it um on a related matter, in the film Star Wars, the 1977 film Star Wars, mm-hmm. Han Solo says, I hope that old man got that tractor beam out of commission two times in the space of one minute. Really? But you don't notice it because there's other stuff going on. But oh, interesting. It, it really, to me, seemed like a good, almost like, um, like you definitely want to let the audience know what's going on. You know what I mean? It's basically Even a way though of- he had just said it within the past minute? It, did, it, did it ramp up the urgency? Or the stakes? I don't know. It's weird because I never noticed it until we were doing minute by minute. Mm-hmm. But surely when they were editing it, they must have realized that they were so close together. Yeah. But I guess think I think it's a conscious thing of saying, okay, well, we want to increase the tension and, and whatever. But even yeah. though at that point, we all know the old man got that tractor beam out of commission. Yeah. So. Well, even... Even later, when they're on the re- when they're in the rebel base analyzing the plans from mm-hmm. the R two unit, yeah, you can hear Han saying, "Wow, I'm really glad that old man got that <laughs> tractor beam out of commission because because that wasn't it. so it made it not a, a really short trip." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Use the same words but change the tenses. Right. <laughs> well, that's funny. So you think it's for the same purpose here? They're yeah, I think they're the they're, audience, the, the plot. Yeah. Hmm. Because maybe, or you know, maybe if they didn't do that, then you'd be like, "Why did they kill Tessio at the end?" And yeah. You'd be like, "Oh," or, or if someone went, you know, "Why didn't he get him off the hook for old time's sake?" <laughs> this is Tessio. <laughs> oh, I have an update, by the way. Oh, okay, update. So Play the update this theme is a uh, a novelty song update. I have fin- it up. <laughs> I've finished. I've finished writing the song. Hmm. The next countdown song. I've finished recording it. <gasps> Let's hear it. Here it is not. I just have to mix it. Mm. I just have to mix and master it. But my goal is for the next minute, we will debut it. First for the um, supporters and the bonus content. That's true. And then when Tessio um, uh, gets the axe, then we'll play it for everyone. It's really good. We'll play it before then because we still have to count down to. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But definitely the the, uh, Patreon supporters will get to hear it first. Yeah. But I really like it. I'm very happy with it. Good. Very happy with it. Very happy with the lyrics in particular. Mm. Very sharp. How's your voice? Um, you know, I it's not weak. It's not weak. Especially I have a whole new recording setup. I had all these filters and deverb and compressors. So you can take a weak voice like Johnny's and yeah. boom, make it like Sinatra's. Well, but the first thing you have to do is get you have to get mixing lessons, reverb lessons, <laughs> all those kind of things. <laughs> There wasn't enough time, Michael. <laughs> I just couldn't keep time, Michael. <laughs> yeah. I never wanted you to have to use filters. I figured by the time <laughs> I figured by the time I was gone, you you'd be the one uh applying the filters to other people's voices. <laughs> Stand up, <my> filter. <laughs> uh here's something I noticed mm-hmm. um relevant to our previous discussions. Um you see Mikey look over at Bart Bartzini, mm-hmm. and Bartzini is having his cigarette lit by a lackey. Yeah, there. that whole scene is crazy. Why is it crazy? Well, well, why don't you finish? And I'll, I've got some comments about that. Well, um, what I liked about it was that it was a continuation of a metaphor we haven't seen for a while, which is the lighter as symbol of power. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember when uh, they were trying to. Um, protect mikey's father his Mm -hmm. father 
and Mikey was using the lighter and he wasn't nervous. Uh, Enzo was very nervous and shaking. And then Mikey was not nervous. And then again, later when Mikey was coming up with the Turk plan, the lighter was very, uh, you know, prominent. Yeah. So, huh. so looking at it from that point of view, at first it almost seems like Barzini is like weak because he's, he's like bowing down to yeah. the flame. Yeah. So that seems like he doesn't have the power, but it's almost like he is so powerful. He doesn't even need to carry the power himself. Like he can, everyone else can make, he can, someone else can carry it for him mm. because he has it like mm-hmm. internally that he doesn't even need to hold it himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a fantastic assessment. I never thought of it that way. So, uh, yeah. So that's what I kind of liked about the, uh, that, that, um, Barzini is so confident that he doesn't even need to hold his own lighter. We will have to keep a lookout in the rest of the movie and GF2 and GF3. God forbid we get there mm-hmm. to see if Michael eventually has a cigarette lit, his cigarette lit by someone else, because that would show the evolution of his power. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if, uh, if, uh, if, uh, I wonder if, uh, Coppola, uh, picked it up, you know? Yeah. Um, very cool. Yeah. Do you feel like in real life that having someone light your cigarette is is a a um, they're showing respect and they're deferring to your higher authority? I feel like it can work either way. Yeah, it could go either way. I mean, I think traditionally you're doing it as a service to someone. Mm-hmm. Like you're lighting a, a woman doesn't have a lighter, so it's the gentleman's duty to to light his cigarette for light yeah. her cigarette for her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think, but I think that I feel like it's something also like if you're smoking cigars, like the waiter would light your cigarette, your cigar for yeah. you or something. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Would you, you want a, someone lighting your stogies? I don't want some somebody putting an open flame that close to my face <laughs> un, unsupervised. So, uh, oh, you, unless it's on your turf. Yeah. It's right? My turf. <laughs> <laughs> and interesting. On my territory. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got some items, Alex. What do you got for well, us? Well, let me comment about that that little scene. So it seems like this is a, it's the Don's funeral. It's somber. But Barzini's yucking it up. Mm-hmm. He's got a crowd of people around him. He's shaking hands, laughing and smiling. Cracking wise. <laughs> Cracking wise. That's when Tessio walks up to him, whispers in his ear, and they yeah. shake hands. It seems like it's, what is this movie premiere that Barzini has funded? What's going on? <laughs> so you think Barzini's being a little t- now is Barzini being too cocky? Yes. Or is he purposely doing it as a way of showing Mikey like, look, oh, like you're like, dead now, mother effa. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm, like, I'm point. treating you with so much disrespect. I'm gonna cackle and laugh at your pop's funeral. Yeah. And you know what? I know it's pop's funeral too. <laughs> <laughs> I am disappointed we don't see Fredo at the funeral. I think we commented on that already. Yeah. Yeah. You think he was too uh, tranquilized, anesthetized? <laughs> I think he's too busy uh, banging uh, two grave grave diggers two at a time. <laughs> Everywhere he goes, Paul Bearers two at a time. Oh. People couldn't get their bodies buried. Oh, oh man! <laughs> Everywhere he goes, he just can't help it. <laughs> that's Mo. <laughs> Everywhere he goes to intern, that's that's the problem. <laughs> That's what Bonacera complaining about him because he was interning at the <laughs> <Yeah>. cathedral. <laughs> That's great. What else you got? Uh, let's see. Um, when Bartini walks away toward his car mm-hmm. to leave the funeral and you hear Michael 
the 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 voiceover of Michael talking about his plans, and I agreed to be I agreed to be the godfather to Connie's child. Mm-hmm. You see Tessio staring down the hill at Bartini leaving. Right. Yeah. It's a little suspicious, and it, it was odd. I don't know if you noticed that. Why is Tessio just staring down the hill, watching Tessio why watching Bartini walk away? You'd think that he would just turn around and at least as a, an act, get back to the business of mourning. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. It's interesting drama. It's almost like as if he's envisioning, like asking himself, "Did I, am I making the right move? Well, it's funny because I was like, yeah, watching the- his security detail. Uh-huh. On his territory. Yeah. I, th- I, uh, my thought was, and I made a note that it almost seems like, uh, like uh, symbolic because a his back is turned to Michael and he's looking at mm-hmm. Barzini, but he's also standing in grave among graves. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's kind of like that's like he's oh. he's he's getting ready to be uh, to sleep with the fishes, yeah. if you know what I mean. And he's in between both Don's right, both yeah. families, and in the middle, he's in the graveyard. So he really has no. There is no better move. In, in other words, he he's pretty much stuck. Yeah, he's stuck. He's stuck and he's doomed. He's doomed. Although I guess at this point he could. Do you think if he went to Mikey and said, "Listen, Mikey, I was approached by Borzini. They want they want to assassinate you." Would Mikey like be like, "Oh, good, that shows his loyalty," or would he be like, "You had your chance." I think Mikey you should have said that right from the start. I think Mikey would forgive him mm-hmm. because in the book, as we'll see in a couple minutes, Mikey does feel terrible that Tessio is a traitor. Mm-hmm. So I think he would have gotten him off the hook hmm. for old times' sake. I do, and. Tessio, according to Michael, Tessio doesn't know how strong the Corleone family really still is. That's right, because he... Yeah, so he, it would show a lot on Tessio's part to go and say, hey, he's pretty much saying, hey, I'm going to stick with you out of loyalty, even though I know you're the weaker family. Right. So Got I think it. that would mean a lot to Michael. Yeah. Alex, in this minute, Mikey says, Mikey tells Tom that he's decided to be godfather of Connie's baby. Mm-hmm. Is this the... F- his first role as as a godfather to a child hmm that you're aware of i couldn't find anything in the book i'm going to say y- yes yeah only because well obviously sunny doesn't have any more kids but he's got a few kids maybe he's already the godfather to one or more of them oh, right yeah i guess that's possible uh, you know, I don't know. It's tough because up until then, he wasn't. Would Sonny want someone who wasn't in the family? Is it wasn't a member of the crime family to be his god? Wouldn't he yeah. just like because you can't make he can't make the Don the Godfather, right? Well, he can uh, because he can. Connie is making Mikey the the Godfather. Yeah. So yeah. I have to assume that Sonny's kids Vito was the Godfather. Yeah, maybe at least some of them. Yeah, at least the, some of them. Uh, the ones he knows about. It seems like you'd have to give the Don the right of first refusal. Like, mm, yeah. It would be an insult <laughs> if you didn't at least go to the Don first and say, "Yeah, <laughs> you know, hey, can you, can you do it? It'd be, it'd be great if the, when you're having that conversation with the Don, mm-hmm. the Don lights your cigarette. And mm-hmm. he says, now that I've lit your, cig- now I've lit your cigarette... I've done you this service. I'm going to call on you someday to do a service. He's like, wait a minute, you just lit my cigarette. That's not really a service. Oh, no, you owe me a service now. <laughs> got to be careful. Hey, you should have asked for something bigger. <laughs> yeah. I got up and nothing. You're going to be burying bodies for me? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm, I agree. I think he is not a godfather yet. So 
if that's the case, that he this is going to be the first time he's a godfather, then it is symbolic. He's mm-hmm. not only becoming the lowercase g godfather, mm-hmm. but he's becoming the capital G mm-hmm. godfather. The OG godfather. The OG godfather. <laughs> Alex, another uh, item I have here is, why does he wait until after the baptism? He tells Tom... I'm gonna wait till after the bat. I'm gonna wait till after the baptism. Then I'm gonna meet with Parzini, Tatalia, and the heads of all five families. Yeah. Why does he wait, Alex? Um, maybe because it would be too awkward to go to the christening or the baptism after you murdered the father <laughs> of the baby. Because <laughs> he, because he, because he'd be lying to the priest, right? The priest asks him later, oh, do you renounce Satan? Well, see, oh, that, well, that's fitting. Well, that seems like it should be the other way. Yeah. It seems like you should do all your crimes and then say, okay, yes, now I renounce Satan and all yeah. his works. Because then you're off the hook. Yeah, for old time's sake. <laughs> for but very yeah. old time's sake. Yeah. Jesus, can you get me off the hook for old time's sake? Yeah, maybe, or maybe, maybe mm. he had some other, he had other things yeah. he had to do that weekend you know, with the baptism <laughs> and all. Yeah, Al Neri doing some other job or something. Yeah. You know, or Clemenza, you know, I bet Clemenza was cooking dinner for 50 guys uh. to serve at the baptism. So <laughs> yeah. he couldn't, uh, he couldn't do the, uh, couldn't So it's just there. a scheduling issue. Yeah, it's just a scheduling issue. Yeah. It's not personal. It's just business, not personal, <laughs> Carlo. <laughs> Tom, take out my planner. Let's, let's, let's figure out the next two weeks. Um, uh, Thursday, you want to take out Barzini? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You you're meeting with the the notary and the the other lawyer on Thursday. It's Friday. We have a window on Friday morning. We can't right. do it Monday, but maybe ten years from now. <laughs> Not this Monday, but maybe ten years from Monday. <laughs> All right, put it in. All right. <laughs> I like my appointments close. <laughs> <laughs> he decides to kill Barzini ten years from Monday. <laughs> By then, maybe he'll still be dying from the same heart attack. <laughs> then when they don't th- when they th- they they totally trust me then 10 years from now I'll kill them <laughs> hide the gun and find the toilet yeah well by then you by by then you can leave the gun and the cannoli because the cannoli will have been composted <laughs> turned to compost in the car along with the Polly Polly was also turned into compost oh would you want to put uh Compost made from the decomposed body of the Godfather characters in your garden, Alex. Totally. Right? Yeah. I think think we talked about this before. Have we really? I think we did, yeah. When when the Don was dying in the garden. Oh, yeah, yeah. We said, yeah, the the, the new family moved in with the... uh the Don freshly yeah. freshly buried grave there. <laughs> oh, that was one of our, our merch items in the bonus content. It was the tomatoes grown with compost from the Don's body. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it was a dark time in our podcast experience. So um, Tom assumes Clemenza would have been the one to, yeah. to... What do you think about that? And in the book, Tom initially thought it was going to be Carlo. <laughs> Carlo? Yeah, he thought it was going to be Carlo. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder why he thought it was going to be Clemenza. Uh, let me see if the book... Well, my theory was that, and that. it ties in nicely with uh, what's going to happen in GF2, is that um, in GF2, we learned that Clemenza was the first partner the Don had. That's right. So he's kind of the older brother, Yeah. and Tessio is kind of the Mikey who is stepping over... Mm. Tessio's stepping over Clemenza to try to take control. Yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of what, what Fredo was. Uh, Fredo is the... Clemenza of that relationship. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, he's getting stepped over by a smarter, younger brother, a handsomer, <laughs> younger brother. Well, Puzo wrote that, remember Clemenza, Clemenza had a buffalo head? Yeah. And Tessio had a ferret head. Yeah. And I think ferrets are more... Weasley. Yeah, Weasley. Can't trust them. Like, you can trust a buffalo. Buffaloes are used to going in big herds and... Yeah. And plus, you use every part of the buffalo. <laughs> oh, is that symbolic that Clemenza uses all the parts of the sausage? Like, the full <laughs> recipe? Um, well, here's a question. Suppose, um, suppose, um, the Don had never told Mikey about, mm-hmm. the, about that Tessio was going to kill him. Mm-hmm. And te- Mikey goes to the meeting, meets with Barzini and he is assassinated. Okay. What would, Cle- how would Clemenza react to that? If, if Tessio's plan had gone. Yeah. According to his arrangements and so also did test did clemenza know and if the plan had gone through what would test see what would clemenza yeah. get done wow well clemenza probably would have had a choice either to kind of stay with the 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 limp corleone family mm-hmm. well that's a whole nother question what would have happened to the corleone family would clemenza be next in line well i assume tessio would take it over if they had killed, oh, that's right. Yeah, duh. Tessio would have taken. You're right. Tessio would have taken it over. Well, or yeah, Barzini would have that taken. Was, that pieces was actually of it, the plan. Yeah, yeah. Or the family would be annexed, I guess. And so, so Clemenza basically at that point would have the choice: Do you want to go along with it? Yeah. Or, or do you want to fight? And he would be maybe a capo regime in Tessio's family. Yeah, yeah. But we know that uh, Clemenza hates that son of a bitch, Barzini. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, who, so what do you think Clemenza would have chosen? I, I mean, it's pretty much death or work for one of the other families, right? Yeah, I feel like he would have to. I feel like Clemens is enough of a realist where he'd be like, well, that's it. I guess I work for Barzini now. And then maybe, you know, look to retire or whatever. Mm. I think Clemenza would have been loyal to the Corleones and would have wanted to fight. Yeah. Even if he knew it was suicide. But Clemenza's wife was the one. <laughs> Don't forget to apply for the bon- to apply for the job in the Bonzini family. Apply for the job. Oh, yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah. Picture him filling out an application. <laughs> With all the butt men, like Cheech, all these other like, foot soldiers, Rocco. Have you ever been convicted of a crime? If not, why not? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, so, do, But do you think he would, if he had known ahead of time, would he have told Mikey? Yes, he definitely would have told Mikey. Okay. Oh, he, yeah. He wouldn't have been like, okay, I'm going to bet on Tessio. I think he would have told Mikey. Okay. Yeah. If when Clemens is applying for the job, what do you think? What highlights would he have put on his resume? Uh, Clemenza? Clemenza, yeah. So uh, Michael's dead. Corleone family is getting annexed into the Barzini family, but everyone yeah. in the Corleone family has to apply. Yeah. For, for Just for formality. He can cook for 30 guys. <laughs> yeah. Would that be under hobbies additional skills or would that be in the the qualif the, the real qualifications section mm, of the resume i'm gonna say hobbies and additional <laughs> okay. skills that does that is a good skill oh yeah for a couple regime or a foot soldier um <laughs> yeah oh he could he uh he brings his own writer to the <laughs> <laughs> yeah how about he can remove uh parts of the gun that that keep the fingerprints that's he knows, true he knows how to tape yeah. up a gun mm-hmm He's uh, very conscientious about the safety of children. (laughs) 
And he's tongue conscientious about time. Yeah, he's got good time management. <laughs> you can always get to the city within uh, the, within one calendar month. Yeah. <laughs> um, one, I guess, if they asked him what his biggest weaknesses are, like uh-huh. what's your biggest weaknesses as a candidate, I guess he would say he's very sensitive when people judge him about his dancing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he's good at throwing sandwiches. Is that him? No, is, is it him who throws the sandwiches? No, it's some unnamed. Some unnamed uh, guy. Yeah, colleague of Paulie's. Because Paulie's the one who catches it, right? Yeah. <laughs> do you think Clemenza puts in the hobby section of his resume all the dances he can do? Oh, yeah. And, that, and the person interviewing him says, oh, that's awesome. Can you really do yeah. this? And then Clemenza gets insulted. Like, whoa, what are you, a dance judge? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> he's so sensitive. <laughs> Well, ever since, you know, he got out of he he did four years at Juilliard, but then after he got out of school, he just put on a lot of weight and was never able to like, you know. Yeah. So I think he's he's very sensitive. About <laughs> so I got a few last things, Alex. Here. Okay. What you got? Is is Tess. So let me start again. Michael tells Tom that Tessio Tessio made the smart move. Mm-hmm. Right. Yet Tessio is a traitor. Yes. So, therefore, is Tessio a smart trader? I think being a trader can be a smart move. Mm-hmm. So, is it what you would have done? I I try not to judge anyone's dancing until I've danced a mile in their <laughs> shoes. But um, pretty soon, I'll only be able to do the foxtrot in Brooklyn. I, you know, I think if I was Tessio, I think I would go for it. Yeah, he's getting he's not getting any mm-hmm. younger. Mm-hmm. If you think the Corleone family is is weak, mm-hmm. is weaker than weaker than the voice of a washed up crooner, and <laughs> Tessio's not a young guy. Like yeah. if he's gonna make a move, he's got to make a move quick. Otherwise, he's just gonna you know he's gonna be a schmuck the rest of his life. It, if you knew Tessio's what seventy eighty years old? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> How old is he? Do you, do you really? Because Apagoda is one of those actors who has always looked old. Yeah. Because figure this was 50 years ago. And he <laughs> how old is Tessio? How old is Tessio and how old is Apagoda? Tessio is... Are you actually... I, no, I'm just guessing. Okay. I'm going to guess like mid-50s. Okay. Uh, Apagoda is 70. 70? <laughs> yeah. All right. You asked, we'll answer. <laughs> <laughs> so if you knew... But if you were Tessio and you knew you were going to be a cop on a hit sitcom... Would you still take that chance? Yes. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I got a few things from the book to wrap things up, Alex. You ready? Okay. Yeah, what else you got? Um, so, in the book, this scene where Michael and, Te- and Tom are talking about Tessio being a traitor, it's mm-hmm. not at the funeral. It's the day after, and they're... In Michael's home, in his home. Right, I remember you mentioned on that. On the phone, yeah. Mm. And so someone calls, Otesio calls and says, Hey, Barzini wants to set up the meeting. Michael agrees to it. And Tom says, Hey, what happened? And Mike, Mike says, It was Tessio and he's the traitor. Um, so Puzo writes, He's the most intelligent, Michael said. And he did what seems to him to be the smart thing. He sets me up. For that hit by Barzini and inherits the Corleone family, he sticks with me and he gets wiped out. He's figuring I can't win. 
So, yeah, you're right. That it does seem to be to him the, the smart move and that he will inherit the family. Yeah, and, and, and I guess if you're like, well, this is, this is his uh, last chance to be a contender. Yeah, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. How many more opportunities is he going to have to to seize that brass ring? Yeah. And it's not personal. No, it's, it's business. It's funny because also <laughs> you figure with Mikey not really being in the family. Yeah. Um, you know, up until recently, I guess he probably didn't even know Tessio that well. Yeah, probably like a like an uncle, you know. You know, like one of your father's co-workers. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, because uh, we know they never talked about business at home. Yeah, that's right. And Mikey was still pretty young. We see Tessio in GF2, right? Tessio? No, he's gone. No, but I thought he comes, I thought at the, the birthday oh, party the at the end, he shows up with the birthday cake. Oh, he something. does, yes. Okay, yeah. but not Clemenza. Not Clemenza. Because he didn't want to come back yeah, for the movie. That's right. Boy, and we boy. do see a young Tessio and Clemenza in GF2 in the right, flashback yeah, scenes. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hagen writes. Uh, Hagen writes. Puzo <laughs> writes. Hagen, bef- Hagen paused before he asked reluctantly, How right is he figuring? Referring to Tessio. Mm-hmm. Michael shrugged. It looks bad, but my father was the only one who understood that political connections and power are worth 10 regimes. Mm. I think I've got most of my father's political power in my hands now, but I'm the only one who really knows that. He smiled at Hagen, a reassuring smile. I'll make them call me Don, but I feel lousy about Tessio. Hmm. Yeah. 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 That's the way it goes, right? Yeah. Puto writes... Hagen said, this is, this is interesting. Hagen said, have you agreed to the meeting with Barzini? Yeah, Michael said. A week. <laughs> Pickering's yelling this at the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they're not at the funeral. I know, I know. Okay. It's later <laughs> yeah, on. <laughs> I always thought it would be Clemenza. <laughs> Everyone's looking. <laughs> <laughs> have you agreed to the meeting with Barzini? Yeah, Michael said. A week from tonight in Brooklyn on Tessio's ground where I'll be safe. He laughed again. Hagen said, be careful before then. For the first time, Michael was cold with Hagen. I don't need a conciliary to give me that kind of advice, Whoa. he said. Yeah. Wow. I'll end there because the next parts have to do with the next minute. Things heating up. Yeah, so interesting. Interesting peek behind the curtain between the uh, terms of the relationship between Mikey and his soon-to-be-out conciliary. Does why does um, Mikey keep it a secret that the family is strong? Alex, come on! You of all people should know that you you need your enemies to overestimate their own Weaknesses. strength, weakness. But why? But in? why? Tessio's not the enemy. He's trying to root out the traitor in the family. So he wants to see who's going to be the one to remember. The only, Pop, Pop the only, taught him to think like those around you. Right, but the only reason Tessio is is jumping ship is because he thinks that the Corleone family is weak. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. But if Mikey had said to him, listen, listen, I know it looks like we're weak, but we have a lot of powerful things, yeah. then Tessio would be like, oh, good, I'll stay with you. I know, it's almost <laughs> like he's, he's egging someone on, to egging several people on to be a traitor. Yeah, I guess it's just maybe one of those things where you just want to like shake it up every now and then yeah. and see, how, see who really is the uh, who really <laughs> yeah. is uh, has the cojones to stick it out. That's funny. 
to really test people's loyalty. Yeah. <laughs> That's And I guess you don't want people around you. You don't want, if you're a crime boss, do you want people around who are smarter than you? Uh, that's a great question. Because obviously you want a good operation, but you also don't want someone who's going to be like, why am I being the second banana? I could be the one running this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. That's a great question. <laughs> you know, it's how like every, every like uh, martial arts master teaches, doesn't teach every single thing they know in case they ever have to fight their pupil. But oh, they still know the death touch and that, all those things wow. that, that they can use in case <laughs> the person ever turns against them. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow, that's a smart move. <laughs> <laughs> I know George Washington was highly respected at the time by his his peers and the American people, but it was also recognized he wasn't the smartest person. He was smart, but he wasn't the smartest person among the founding fathers. But the reason he was so great is because he was smart enough to know that, and he was smart enough to get people into his cabinet and making helping him make decisions yeah. that were the brightest minds of the time, at right. least among educated, affluent white people. Yeah. So and, uh, and so Alexander Howell. And what? And Alexander Howell. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He was <laughs> So and so to answer the reason I bring up George Washington is because George Washington would say, absolutely, let's get the smartest people in the room. But it's kind of different when you're running a crime family. Yeah. Because Alexander Hamilton's not going to stab George Washington in the neck. Although you could argue Thomas that... Thomas Jefferson's not going to garrote George Washington while he's crossing <laughs> the Delaware. <laughs> Although you could argue at that time that they didn't know that. It was a new country. You know, anyone could have sold out the, the fledgling United States at that point. Oh, yeah. So mm. you just had to take a chance that these people were loyal. Are you suggesting that the United States was was in reality very powerful at the time, but George Washington made people think it was weak just so he could test people's loyalty. I think so. He could testio them. Oh, testio. Because <laughs> he's got balls. <laughs> oh, I was thinking tests. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Are we going to test him? Oh, oh, he failed. Test he? Oh. oh. <laughs> I think you just named our episode, Alex. <laughs> test he. Test? He? Oh. <laughs> that sounds like he and Hagen would be the one saying that. Yeah. Because Michael says, yeah, we need, we need to find out uh, Sally's loyalty. Test? Yeah. He? Oh. Mikey, who are you going to test? He? Oh. <laughs> He's saying it all loud at the funeral. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, that's all I have. Do you think um, it's probably too? It's probably too. A young Joey Zaza could not be at this funeral, right? Maybe running around. Maybe the young Joey Zaza is like Zaza, Zaza, I I don't think it's him. He's like, hey, I'm Joe Zazabruski. Well, he wouldn't be a kid. He'd be a baby, right? That's what I'm saying. He'd be very young. Yeah. If this is 1955 and he's like, well, I guess he'd be like a teenager. Well, at a minimum, uh, Lucy would have to be, the, the child would have to be conceived because Santino's dead. Oh, no. You, you're talking about Vincent. I mean Zaza. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I was thinking of Vincent. Yeah. No, oh, I'm yeah. Joe Zaza could be alive because he was definitely older than Vincent. Yeah. He'd be a kid, though. 
And also, mm. even if he was a teenager, I don't think he would be at the funeral of. Yeah. He's a street level guy in GF three, so yeah, I don't yeah. think like I don't think Cheech is at the funeral or. Yeah. Do you think? No, unless he's a bodyguard. Hmm. Button man. Huh. Button man. Maybe that's where Cheech is discovered. Maybe Clemenza sees him like digging graves and says, "Hey, you come over here sometime <laughs> this month." You interested in the job? You got you got the you're good at digging holes. <laughs> she's just like, yeah, a whole lot of holes. <laughs> um, it is interesting to think of how all these people were recruited. Yeah, yeah. I imagine a lot of them probably grew up in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. So we, I guess we got to rate this sucker. Yeah, let's rate it. All right, I'm ready. I do like it. I think it's a, another solid minute. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. All right. Did you stop at three? I stopped at two. Okay. Because yeah. it's okay, but it's yeah. pretty much... There's no, we don't really learn any new information. Yeah, you're right. I just love the cinematography. Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm not, it's again, so cool. it's not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's relative. You can't give yeah. everything... Uh, oh, oh, I know. I, know. I guess you can give everything five stars. It's not like we're getting <laughs> yeah. in trouble or anything. Yeah. <laughs> the, the podcasting council won't let you. Yeah. You've, you, you've overused your quota of five stars, Mikey. The council won't stand for it. They'll go right for cover. <laughs> oh, I can't believe we didn't hand that up more. They go right for cover. <laughs> we'll have to use that one more. <laughs> Do you think he would have been more convincing to Santino if he delivered it that way? If he just done it a little bigger? <laughs> yeah, he's already shouting. <laughs> Maybe that's why, because he was, because Sonny was so like volatile. That's why Tom always has to be yelling in order to get through to Sonny. Like, you know, he, he always has to be very broad and over the top to, <laughs> yeah. to, to get through to him. Sonny, he might not even be in the car. <laughs> he might not think- even be in the car, Sonny. <laughs> He's like a ghost. <laughs> yeah. He sounds like a game show guy. He might, Santino, he might not even be in a brand new car. Oh! Dun, 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 dun. It's a 52 Chevy that's just pulled up to take Mikey to the meeting. Oh. <laughs> but he won't be going alone. Oh. He'll be going with a brand new suit. <laughs> suit. <laughs> I got, like what? Else? A suit that will hide a gun and it'll, uh, <laughs> on a trip to Las Vegas. You'll get some tri- tips on how to run a casino. <laughs> oh. um, okay, maybe that's something we could do for the bonus con. Is do a like a uh, prize package, mm. on, a Godfather theme of prize package yeah. on uh, Price is Right. You know, yeah, a trip you'd win a trip to Sicily, trip to Sicily, uh, jet skis, for- jet skis. You'd leave on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this minute up. Yeah. So stick around. And, oh, you know what? Do I what? have it on this computer? Never mind. I'm gonna, someone wrote a really nice review for us. Hmm. It was very touching, and I want to read it, but huh. it's on a different computer. So we'll read it next time. Well, what do I divide as we deserve this generosity? <laughs> but yeah, but stick around. We got some great... Great content in the next next segment. Alex, how do people sign up for the bonus content these days? Well, if you go to godfatherminute.com slash support, it will take you to our Patreon page. And uh, you can, for a buck a show, 
you get uh at this it's been about an extra 30 minutes of content oh at least yeah. so it's like twice as long for and a we, fuck a show and we really cut loose it's just all gags and riffs and silliness yeah. super fun and plus you get to uh you get an mp3 of all the countdown songs that we've we've done that andrew has put together that's so true yeah. yeah, we got a bunch of them up there, and a new one coming out soon. And you'll get a signed glossy of Joey Zaza. Yeah, that's not true. That's not true. Although maybe we should. Yeah. Signed by us. <laughs> Do you think Joe Montini, if we could get, get to him, he would sign yes. Joey Zaza on a glossy? I think he totally oh, would. Oh, we should try for that. All right. All right. We're going to look into it. So until next time... <laughs> I've decided to be Godfather, Godfather to, to Connie, Connie and Carlos, Carlos baby. baby.